to, to get the wives together and do a date night. I was talking to Christina about that. That it's kind oh, of sad yeah. that uh, that she hasn't that I haven't met Alicia. And uh, have you? Maybe oh, you shoot. met Christina. I've met Christina once. Uh, maybe I don't. Maybe yeah. I don't know. A couple times maybe. I'm not uh, sure. Maybe yeah. Not not in a not in like at least five years. I haven't seen her. Oh, maybe at Kevin's wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was the last time. Wait, was Alicia there though? No, I probably brought someone else. <laughs> really? <laughs> probably. How long have you guys been dating? Then, to the, how long were you dating before you got married? Two years. Jesus. Maybe three. I don't wow, remember. That's crazy. We, we, me and Alicia, have been together five years now. Five years. I've been married nine years. Yeah. That's crazy. And you, and you, you, you've been dating for another like sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. God. Damn. Yeah, that's so weird. What what different lives we've li- we've lived? Oh my god. Um, um. So, I was thinking for this episode. Um. I don't know. Okay, we could. There was one that one thing you you wrote about was interesting about paying for stuff. You know. Oh, how the the, the YouTube one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and um, just being cool with just paying for products. And I don't know, like that is an interesting discussion. And uh, I don't know, like that, that could be something like why, why, why that wouldn't work in today's day and age. Um, just like um, maybe why we don't value things as much, why we want things free. Um, I yeah, like I it. Yeah, know. let's do it. Let's do it. I've, I've been given a lot of thoughts on subtopics, but whatever. Let's just, we can just jump off there and see, see what, where it goes. Cool. I mean, I think um, I I can even throw it right throw it right at you. Like, would you know you could obviously make all Sego games free and put ads. Hold on, hold on. Let's 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 uh, let's do a clap and start. Okay. So so it makes editing easier. I know. I know. I know about that too. (laughs) Actually, twenty-seven. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, okay. So why? So you guys could make all Sego games free and load them with ads. Mm-hmm. You choose not to. Oh, funny anecdote! You guys stole another five dollars from me. Why? So I was at a restaurant and I forgot that I um I had to get a new iPhone because my my phone broke, mm. and I didn't have Sego Mini World. Yeah. And I was at a restaurant, and I went to download it, and it was like 153 gigs. Is that possible? No, that's impossible. Oh, one, no, 50... 1.5? 1.5. Okay, yeah, so, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, okay. It was, yeah, it was big. Okay. And the Wi-Fi, and I mean, I have 20 gigs a month, so I was like, wow, whatever, I can choose, I can just, I can nail through this. Yeah. But the, the signal was bad, the Wi-Fi was bad, it was taking forever, and Emma was starting to like get really freaked out when we were at a restaurant and I just wanted to distract her. Yeah. And she really wanted to play apartment. So I just bought apartment and it was like, you know, I don't know, 50 megs or 20 megs or something like that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> downloaded much faster. So <laughs> I now oh, have, man. I now have Sega mini world and apartment next to each other. Oh, um, and, if you ever, uh, if you ever unsubscribed from world, uh, you'll, you should still have, um, uh, Sega Mini Apartment there as one of the apps. In World. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah, she loves it. Yeah, they she. No, no, but like, even if you unsubscribe, as long as you kind of downloaded uh, Apartment, it was kind of on your device, then you'll still be able to play it. If you use World as like, if, if you use it like a menu, hypothetically. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Whoa. you know how like because um, some parents just like using World as like a menu because they have a bunch of our apps and they just want to peruse through um, from one jumping point. So if you own a bunch of our stuff and you open up World, you'll the, that stuff will be unlocked for you. Whoa! How do you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can because we can see we we look for like special URL schemes of whether it's installed or not installed. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But can yeah. you only do that with your own apps? Yeah, like because you have to know the URL schemes of all the oh okay the okay. apps, and yeah, I I wouldn't know like what Facebook's is or whatever you know these other apps. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I feel like that would be a like a. I, I didn't think the iPhone would give you access to. Hey, like, do they have this app on the phone or something? Um, no, but you have to like whitelist a whole bunch of. Um, you were all schemes in ahead of time, but anyways, gotcha. it's yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That that makes actually a lot of sense. Um, I, I never noticed that, but the uh, anyway, yeah. No, I, I'm a really big fan of of. Uh, it's funny. I don't know what happened. It's like all of a sudden, they both really are back into it. Like they kind of go through these waves where mm. they're really into. I mean, Emma's still really into YouTube. I mean, mm-hmm. she could just watch YouTube like all day. Yeah, and Jack is into more, you know, shows now. Like he likes Netflix, and he has his like four or five shows that he really likes. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing they rebooted Power Rangers on Netflix, like the oh, old Power Rangers. Okay, yeah, and yeah. Um, it's so cheesy, just like the old one was. But it's amazing. <laughs> and he absolutely loves it. So it's so fun watching. Um, and uh, but yeah, no, they they're they're asking for it by name now, which is great. So good, so good do job. They... Uh, do they both play different different apps or, or what? Yeah, Jack likes um, the superhero one and yeah. the hat maker and yeah. babies. He loves yeah. babies still. Nice, and nice. Emma my loves apartment. Yeah, and likes to make sandwiches with the uh, the pink guy <laughs> and ice cream with the. The penguin. That's all she does. She doesn't play anything else. She doesn't like the raccoon. She doesn't like the the, the music one. She only likes the sandwiches and the uh, ice cream. Oh, that's amazing, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, and oh, that, all she cool. does is put the ingredients on their head and laughs. Like she, doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't even like make the sandwich. She just loads ice cream on their head and uh, and laughs. It's pretty. It's pretty cute. Uh, that's um, great, man. Yeah, I'm glad we did that. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's it, again, it's like one of those really cool things about your apps where I so I actually kind of cheated. I shouldn't have done it, but I was like, oh, I wonder, I'll bet you I could put this on their head. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, like, you know, you drop it on their head and they kind of give like a weird look. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. And then as soon as as soon as she saw that you could do that, she started doing it on all the other ones. And sure enough, like it works on, on like on pretty much everything. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, man, it's uh, it's great. Now, now as I'm watching them play, and like one day I'd love to just geek out with you. I don't think it, I don't know if it'd be right here, but um, I'm just curious now on how you actually implement a lot of this stuff. Like just technically, I'm like, well, how do you, like, how does this work? Like, how are they doing? Um, 
like are these all pre-rendered textures are they drawing this stuff on the fly Mm -hmm. do they have like all these assets just as like pngs that they're just dropping on here are they svgs are they like I'm i'm trying to like um like the one that was really interesting was in babies when you put the soap on um yeah. Ginger's face. I'm like, oh these yeah. are just little spheres. Um like they're just little pink spheres. And and I started kind of looking around and I'm like, oh, they're kinda of like normally distributed. There's like some big ones and some like but there's more medium ones than small ones and I'm like, okay, so like that's pretty easy. Um but then even like the water and then like okay, so now you have like some like particle detection, you got some water coming and um but, well, but a, lot still, of, a, a lot of it's yeah. faked but um, like, I, I don't think we will do like kind of real water simulations or anything like that, but, um, I, I, that baby's one's really cool because it's not even the, the bubble part and the water part's probably the easier one, easiest part of that. Like the hard part is like, if you look at the character and how the character's moving around and, um, all that's like programmatic, like all that's just math that's driving most of that. Like when they're crawling on the floor? No, no, like it, it's a mix. So if you play any game, like a lot of games, or um, it's going to be a mix of like programmatic, but also um, like canned animation. So if you look at any of the face reactions, for example, right when they when they make a sour face or they're happy or whatever, and you see those transitions that happen, those, those are probably canned animations, right? Like but like then, keyframed, like actually yeah, hand yeah, animated, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then if you, in the baby's example, in the, and even, even in like, um, in the ice cream one in apartment, a lot of that is just, uh, programmatic animation, meaning like I'm using, you're using math and forces to drive the character to kind of move toward things, move away from things. We like things have like a bit of a skeleton under it. So if you, if you, so if it's like, um, it's kind of like a really basic like simple like it's called like inverse like kinematics like if you if you like for example pull like an arm the rest of the body kind of pulls with it and stuff too Hmm. if if you notice that so you know but because everything's set up as like a skeleton under under the hood if you for example um move one thing everything kind of moves with it so it feels very uh real and fluid Um, that's so fascinating yeah and like and and is that all? Does Apple help you with that? Like, do do they have? Or sorry, not Apple. Does um, does Unity? Do you use Unity? Yep. We so use like, Unity. Um, it depends. Like, so that and oh man, we have so we have like one 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 uh, dev, a buddy of mine, like John, he's a super talented guy, but he he just hand codes everything in via like um, just using math formulas and equations. Um, so and it's not like crazy. It's not like we're not doing any crazy calculus or anything. A lot of it's just kind of uh, like geometry, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like algebra, geometry stuff. Um, but he, but you could do a lot of those things in Unity as well, um, or you can kind of can animate a lot of that stuff. But then if you can too much of it, it doesn't feel fluid. Um, it, it, it'll look really good, but it won't feel amazing. Oftentimes. If, if that makes sense yeah no for sure um because like if you did something like uh you have a character running from left to right and you can can that and it'll look really good when the character is running left to right but if you want to say slow them down a little bit uh now you'd have to can that's like a slower sequence 
if he's the character sprinting, you have to can now like a sprinting sequence, and then that starts right. like just piling up and it gets really crazy. But if you programmatically do it and you base it just on math and physics, then you can say like, okay, now apply this force and this character is going to run faster now or apply this velocity. And you build a system that accommodates for just dynamic change. Then you handle way more parameters and variables um, without having the overhead of like animating a million different things, if that makes sense. Well, and as the phones are getting more advanced too, you you can actually run these real-time things whereas i'm sure the canned animation is more is better for memory right not really well i don't know like just, just think about animation like if you had like an animation that was um i don't know like let's just say even 50 frames of animation that's like 50 like sprites or 50 like images really if you think about like a, like a keyframe kind of animation right if you think about like maybe not 50 exactly but yeah it's like essentially like 50 images like so in a classical animation, you're gonna have like a pair, uh, like a character walking, for example, and you'll do step by step every frame. The character's walking a little bit more, like raising the foot, raising the foot, raising the foot. Foot's coming down, coming down. Arms swinging, and you know when you run that really fast, it looks like it's moving, obviously. Um, but if you think about now on your device, you have to store those 50 images. Right. It's, yeah, it starts, that's true. It starts, it yeah. starts getting heavy, right? Um, yeah, you're right. So programmatic is actually better because all you're doing is you're running formulas between, yeah. um, like nodes, basically on a skeleton or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not necessarily. So, it doesn't necessarily have to be a skeleton either. Yeah, but it could be like a ball bouncing or you know whatever. Um, but the it's not even the memory thing. The the big advantage I think really is just the um, being able to be really responsive to whatever the user is kind of doing. Do you, do you know what I mean? So if if like Emma's playing it and she wants to take Harvey and he want she wants to drag Harvey right or left or up or down or you know that if you're doing programmatic you can handle all of those cases by building one system. If right. you if you can if you uh, animate all all of that like can like classically animate all of that you're not going to be able to handle every single permutation. Of course, yeah, no, and then it would feel very like mechanical, like you said. Yeah, yeah, it'll feel a little bit more rigid. It's like yeah. um, it's like that one I told you about the fox and the hen, or the fox and the sheep. Fox and sheep, where yeah, like yeah. you you really just click on something, and then an animation runs, and you click on something, and an animation runs. Like there's no, there's no interact. Like it's the same animation every single right. time. Like, but it, but it looks but it looks great though. Probably like it looks very uh, expressive. Um, yeah. The characters can do all these funny things, probably, but um, but yeah, but it'll, it'll probably feel a little bit more rigid. Well, anyway, it's yeah. pretty cool. Anyways, so yeah. I've just been thinking more and more about um, yeah how you guys implement that stuff. Um, okay, so sorry. So going back to um, to okay, so why why make like. I, I appreciate the the fact that you just charge people for it because then it's a really simple relationship you have between you know me and you. I buy your mm-hmm. app, you give me the app. I don't have to mm-hmm. pay for anything inside the app. I like it. That works really well with me. But I've also been told that I'm a big outlier, and you've actually told me that I'm a big outlier when it comes to um, like paying for things like that. And so I guess like we can talk about the, the Sego stuff, but maybe to to put a nail on it like would you if if google tomorrow said you have to pay for google would you pay for google 
hundred percent. Wouldn't you pay for Google? Oh, how, yeah, of course. How, how much would you pay for Google? I think okay. So I think if you're if it's Google, they do like probably a subscription or something. And uh, yeah, and sorry to be clear, let's like this is um, this isn't even like Gmail, and I'm talking like just Google searching. I, I pay like a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's about I I I'd pay I pay between a thousand and two thousand a year, so I'm I'm in that I'm in yeah. that range. Yeah, um, it just the, the the value add is just incredible. You just think about like how much what 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 you do with Google. Like if you strip Google out and you had to use, I don't know. I guess I guess it'd be fine if I if I had to use Bing for a bit, but ultimately, like Google's a superior search engine and. You know, you, it's a lot of time and work goes into making that. So why wouldn't you pay for that, right? Yeah, I I don't know why. Like, um, I remember there's this really infamous pie chart that Google or somebody made about Google, and I thought it was a joke. And then the more I looked at it, it was it's real. Where I don't know, this was years ago now, maybe let's say four or five years ago. So I know it's changed, but it was essentially like a 92% of their revenue came from ads and 8% mm-hmm. came from like other services, which was like Google apps, paying for extra storage, um, photo, like basically like paying for storage, let's say, cause that's really the only other part of business that they're, that they, they were in at that time. And mm-hmm. this was before like they did the whole alphabet switch and, and, um, and all that. But it's like, like, wouldn't they be? And I know that they must have a a gaggle of of economists or quants or whatever you call them, like working on this stuff every day. But you know, just looking at ad block and and simple things like this, like you could almost even start to see like, did they build Chrome just to make sure that they would be able to run ads? Like, was Chrome a result of them looking at the trends of ad? And I mean, I know they allow ad blockers on on Chrome. But yeah. presumably they have way more control of that platform than Firefox or so. Like, imagine if Firefox or Safari, for God's sake, became the dominant browser. I mean, uh, I don't know if like, well, you hell, you were at WWDC. Like, they're building these things directly into the into the browsers now, right? Like, mm. Safari comes with built-in, um, pretty pretty extensive ad block now, and. Mm. I mean, imagine if you're sitting there and all these toys that Google gets to play with is because they're making billions of dollars a year, but 92% of that is coming from ads. Like, they're mm. so fragile. Like, you could you could see in, in a matter of a decade or something or five years, if there was a huge change in tide, they could be in, in a lot of trouble. So, so if Google were to charge you to have an adless experience, would you... And even like honestly, I don't, would you pay for that? Yes. Oh my, dude, I, I could. I like I said that that blog post was completely accurate. I was so excited to pay for YouTube Premium. Yeah. It was the one of the easiest payments I've ever had. And to be honest, it was a little more expensive than I thought it was going to be. But I still, I would have double. I would have paid double. I would pay twenty five dollars a month. For, what, 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 uh, break down YouTube premium. I don't even know what it is. It's just 11. I pay 11 bucks a month and I don't have ads anymore. Oh, nice. Okay. That's it. I don't even know. I think I get music and shit with that too. I don't even care. Didn't even download the app. I think I get, 
I think they they essentially have like a Spotify competitor too, like an Apple Music thing. Don't even give a shit. Didn't even install it. Um, I think they have like original programming for YouTube. Don't even care. Like just the fact that I don't have to subject my kids to these stupid ads every time they want to watch something. Interesting. I watch YouTube more than I watch TV. So like myself personally. So when I'm sitting there and I'm watching and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like why take my money? Like just all my American friends have been able to experience this for years without ads. Why is it taking so long in Canada? Yeah. And I I remember I was, um, I was on a farm at my cottage in the middle of nowhere and I got this push notification like YouTube premium available. I was like, Oh, Christina, get out the credit card. Like I'm like, I'm like (laughs) on vacation giving Google my money. And I, I was like, I want to build something like that. Like I want to, that to me is the, the highest compliment of any kind of product where you're excited to pay. And the more I thought about it, I think that that's really possible. And it's why I like Apple. It's, it's why mm-hmm. I like um, my iPhone because I overpay for a service Mm-hmm. That then I have a very clean relationship with that company. I I know there's no funny business. I there's no like I'm I'm not an eyeball, and I never thought that really mattered. But the more I'm thinking about it, I do think it does. So do you? I, I guess like as someone like I, I I make stuff, and I think the biggest satisfaction to me is seeing people use the stuff that like. Um, that we make and I wonder what's more of value like for if you're if you're YouTube you're Google you're making you're making YouTube and you know for you is it matter more to just have someone pay do you think it's a bigger compliment for someone to pay or just reaching more people hmm I mean I think you're I want to say pay but you're right I think where the real answer is probably reach um and again, we're I'm uh, being as uh, you know a, a yuppie here. Where can you imagine for some people listening to this being like that asshole would pay a thousand dollars a year? I don't have a thousand dollars a year. Like you know, I'll, I'll gladly I... watch the ads, or I'll gladly look at advertising, or I'll gladly whatever. Like, and if yeah. Google wouldn't be Google if people had to pay for it. I mean, for sure. That's just a fact. So, so imagine, like, it's funny because, like, Google, like, when you talk about ad block and all that, it's not even Google ads that bother me because I never, you don't even, I honestly don't even notice them anymore. They kind of recede in the background to me now. Um, but it's, it's like all the ads that are from articles and, uh, you know, from like I don't know Toronto Star or whatever. And it has like a huge ad that pops up or I don't know anything you you read on like BuzzFeed or whatever. Um, it's those ads I think that are, I, and Google doesn't get paid off those. Oh, well, maybe it depends. Sure they do. Yeah, that's yeah, their yeah, that's their G, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. GDN or Facebook. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably where they get a ton of their. Um, I, was, I was thinking more of their generic ads that show up in search, and those ones I, I never click on ever. You know, I, I do sometimes, um, mm-hmm. but. I the, the fascinating thing is because I've I've I'm so close to that world and I I make ads and um and that was sort of the funny part about me writing this post cuz it's just like I'm such a hypocrite because I I I almost 
And, and it's not that I hate the ads. It's not that. It's like, and, and I was trying to think about it, like why, because I believe in Google's original thesis that ads don't have to suck. Like mm-hmm. if you're looking for shoes, I will show you good shoes that just happen to be sponsored by Nick. Like mm-hmm. they're still great shoes. And we're gonna de- we're gonna design a system that we think is really hard to cheat, that is going to let the good stuff rise to the top, even the ads. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've been with Google and on AdWords for a long time, and I can honestly say that that that, that holds. Mm-hmm. That you know, you cannot trick. It's very hard to trick AdWords, whereas Facebook is kind of like the wild west like the way adwords right. was where right. it's very and i mean we don't need to get into the whole facebook ad i mean i think the all the shit that they've been suffering with cambridge analytica and the election but mm-hmm. uh you know they are much they have essentially done whatever it takes to make money and google from the from the beginning built in more of a um what's the word like a a fair marketplace, you know. Well, um, if 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 Google, let's just say, was completely ad-free, do you think the search experience would be any different? If Google was completely ad-free, would the search? No, the search experience wouldn't be any different. It'd be exactly so. The core product would be exactly the same. I think so. Yeah. I mean the 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 issue is like things like you know, Gmail and all that stuff, would they have been able to afford to let engineers work on these projects had they not been just raking in this ad revenue, right? Which is always Mm -hmm. the, um, you know, but no, I think that, but but again, I I do, even Apple and and, um, like on the App Store now, you know, we we got, what, a year ago, they started doing ads in, in the App Store and, I I don't buy, I don't mind those ads. I think those ads are are tasteful in that if I'm searching for budge, you should be able to put Sego Mini World in front of me and say, "Hey, you're clearly looking for kids apps. We think we have a better app. It's a free market. Um, you know, check out our app." Like that to mm-hmm. me makes it that's it makes a ton of sense. Um, so because there's intent, right? Like search right. ads are so powerful because they're intentful. The ones you're talking about are really the ones that everyone wants to get rid of because they interrupt you. They mm-hmm. are typically annoying. They're not as relevant. And um, I would argue a lot of the ones you're seeing that really bother you, if you were like view source, they're mm. likely Facebook's pixels versus Google's mm. pixels. Because, um, mm. again, Google just has higher kind of standards with that stuff. Right. Um, but... Uh, but, but then it got me thinking again of like this whole Facebook fiasco and, you know, Instagram and, and all this jazz. Like there, there, there's got to exist a price where you would pay to use these things. And, mm-hmm. but, but, um, what, but what would happen? Like if, if Google or even like Facebook or whatever, they started charging, then, you know, I guess they would lose their, their strength, their stranglehold. Everyone kind of, would, they would just move to Bing or something then, or they would move to like Outlook, or they would move to some of these other other services then. Yeah, but would they though? Like, uh, but I, again, I think that's the big test, and I don't think they'd be willing to really try it. But 
you know, th- there would be a huge population who absolutely would. And, um, and then that becomes a problem. Like, do you become this niche product that's still making a lot of money for a very small group of people versus this massive product for, um, okay. But again, like what if another model for Google was more like a utility? So Mm -hmm. you just pay as you go. You know, if you, if you perform one search a month, you pay five cents or whatever, Mm -hmm. two cents to Google. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, if you pay, they pay with ether. Well, and, but, but again, this is where I think that's no, like it, it that yeah. stuff seriously starts to come back in because it's like that's where the the dream of, of the cryptocurrency world is, is that you could easily do this with micropayments. And but um, I, I think re- realistically, though, I think what's going to happen is like you are you're, you're going to people are going to sh- like shift because there's going to be a lot of people who don't want to pay. So the people who don't want to pay are going to jump to uh, an upstart. Yeah, Bing or DuckDuckGo or something. Yeah. And then suddenly, you know, uh, DuckDuckGo has a whole bunch of um, money backing it. That's saying like, oh, wow, (laughs) you have a huge market potential now because now you have like suddenly a billion people are using DuckDuckGo. So here, here's like, here's here's like $10 billion. (laughs) Yeah. And then suddenly they have all this money. They hire all the talent. DuckDuckGo becomes like the very sophisticated, um, amazing browser, and then Google's out. I know, and it's isn't it so funny how that's really possible? And yeah. but then how do we? You know, and I even thought about this myself with uh, with free shipping, with Able Cells, where I you know, why did I, okay, so, you know, why did I offer free shipping? Well, my biggest, my my biggest competitor, but a very large competitor offers free shipping. And I just thought that I wouldn't get the order. So, but then there's, again, part of me that says, but why didn't I just, why didn't I just add that as a constraint and say, you know, I don't know, flat shipping or whatever, even pay for your shipping. I don't know. And then, Mm -hmm. and then just, like it, it's like are we are we always spending on borrowed money in some weird way and like or like is everything really subsidized i think that's sort of the yes the yeah. the, 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 the big question yeah. right so to yeah. me search is subsidized and and able cells is technically subsidized because i'm paying i am subsidizing my own company because i'm paying for that free shipping Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, you know, the, the U S government right now is a great example. They put in all these tax cuts, but they're paying for those tax cuts with debt. They're not cutting jobs. They're mm-hmm. borrowing money to cover their tax laws. So eventually they're going to have to pay that money back. Like you, there's no free lunch there. So like, I, I just, I wonder if we're going to hit this inflection point with these apps where, it's like, you know, um, a burger doesn't actually cost $2. Um, McDonald's gets a subsidy from the American meat packers, whatever, to make sure their, their burgers cost $2. But mm-hmm. it's not $2. Like that burger probably costs $4. And it's like one day we'll, we just have to come to grips with the fact that 
software is really expensive and you know people are going to stop clicking on these ads people have been saying this for years but i think now you can start to see the trend happening more and then one day there just won't be that money there and but a but lot then, of people will go bankrupt and then people are going to have to find new ways to pay for things no yeah but i wonder you know i think the subsidies will just kind of manifest itself in different ways right like in more VC funding or in more maybe maybe more VC funding maybe things are going to be sponsored products. Um, I I don't know I, I it's I think it's going to manifest itself in different ways but it, but it is really interesting though because you think about even just like TV right and how it's just so many like commercials are are um, are sub subsidizing a lot of this and but you think about just how the TV's shows are built around like commercials to, to kind of fit. Like if you're thinking about like, um, I don't know, like a game of Thrones episode or something, they're going to stretch it out to kind of maximize kind of commercial dollars. Um, they have probably, I don't know if it's designed this way, but I imagine like post edit they're, they're, they're creating breaks at specific times in the show to kind of show the commercials to maximize eyeballs, all this stuff. But so much of that design happens around, these kind of subsidies that you're going to get or these commercials. Right. And, um, but even I just think about all the products that you have, that you have for seemingly for free, but what the product would be if it wasn't like, um, wasn't there for ad, I wasn't ad supported. Like your, your, your product would just be completely different. Like Buzzfeed would be a very different product if it didn't have ads. So here's a, here's an interesting one. Um, so again, I know I'm 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 not um, typical here, but I subscribe to a website called The Information, mm-hmm. and it's like TechCrunch, but okay. you pay for it. And okay. which again, but it's like now I think you can like read the articles maybe, or you get like you get like maybe it's kind of like um you know it's like the New York Times stuff now, like you get like a paywall, and mm-hmm. then you. Um, you know, maybe you get like one article a day or something like that, and then you have to subscribe. So I can't remember what I pay for this, but I, I really like their reporting. I like their, their coverage and I, mm-hmm. I, I subscribe to it. And again, it's like, it's, it really is just better. There's something about, now maybe it's, it's placebo yeah. or like it's yeah. a bias now because I, I've paid for it. So I want to tell myself that it's better, even though it might not be, mm-hmm. but when I look at the reporting they're doing, it's like it's they're they're very free and they say things that other people don't say because they're not burdened by sponsors. They have no sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've managed to build this publication up from the ground up from from people paying. Mm-hmm. And um, and then another thing that happened this week that got me thinking about even our podcast was um, uh, you know I'm a faithful. It's kind of ironic, faithful listener of, of Sam Harris. And he, you know, has this whole spiel now at the beginning of his podcast about why he doesn't run ads. Mm-hmm. And again, it's pretty simple, but it's like, I, you know, maybe one day I want to talk about, um, so he said like the, the New Yorker magazine mm-hmm. um, offered to sponsor his podcast. And it was like a very big, like six figure amount kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, but what if I want to like bad talk the New Yorker or I want to, 
bring on a reporter that I don't agree yeah. with. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He's like, he's like, even if I, I'm just going to have a bias around doing that. And that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to like tell the truth kind of thing. And he's like, what does yeah. me liking a mattress have to do with exploring ideas of religion and freedom of speech? Like, why should you give a shit about what I think about a mattress? And yeah. he's like, I'd rather you pay me like a dollar or two dollars mm-hmm. or whatever you can afford. And he's like, if you can't afford it, then don't pay it. Like other richer people than you will subsidize the free people. And so part of me is like, okay, could you apply that same model to Google where, you know, you um, you would have people like us who would pay a thousand dollars a year. You would probably have people like, you know, I don't know, VCs mm-hmm. or other very rich people who might, might pay a lot more than that. Um, yeah. And like, what if it was when, almost when it, like, it, like a pay what you can, I know this is so hippie, but it's like a pay what you can model for Google. I feel like they would still be um, ridiculously rich. Yeah. It, it's, I, don't, it's, I don't know. No, no, it, but, but it's, it's true though. Like removing those biases, like I can't, most of the things I read online I don't, I can't fully trust because I feel like what's, what's the angle? Like, are they doing this because they are sponsored by somebody? Are they doing this because, um, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're VC backed by this, uh, political party. I, I don't, I don't know, you know? Um, but it, it's, it's funny because everything's free, but you, you have this mistrust. Like I don't, um, that, that maybe that's the price of that freedom. Of, of exactly. The, of the, yeah. Of the, of like, the, of the freeness, right? I, I think I think that's what it is. Like you, um, it, yeah. And even even again for us, like I would rather have, um, like if we if we ever monetized it, I would want to do the the Patreon kind of thing or whatever. Where it's just like, look, just you know, we appreciate anything, and you know, just yeah, just pay what you can. Like it's not five dollars a month. It's not seven dollars a month. Like if if you want to give us a $1,000 a month, hey, that's crazy, but sure, thank you. Or you can give us nothing or you can give us one. Like, I, I like this clean, um, just like, what is this worth to you? And, mm-hmm. but again, I haven't been on the other side really of that. And I think if we did it for the podcast, we might, that'd be the first time, obviously, that we would, that we would do it. Um, and yeah. But 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 it seems like that math only works when your numbers are just gigantic to to, to make it anything meaningful, right? Um, well, I just think about even like Wikipedia. Wikipedia works off, and I think that's a nice model. Like it's free, but it works off like donations, right? Right. Um, yeah. But I I think it's it's interesting because if Wikipedia was, it wasn't I guess a nonprofit and it was really a company company trying to like a for-profit company like what how that approach would be completely different and because if, if they were really out to make money wikipedia would be worth well it's probably already worth billions of dollars um just based off like potential and how much kind of traffic they get etc um and value add but yeah like they, they work off that model right it's, it's no ads you go there and you just you know once a year they'll, they'll hit you up for for a donation um, but it's 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 nice because I, I it makes me it makes me trust Wikipedia a little bit more and it does stay very neutral 
but it relies on people to not be greedy. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I, I just don't know, or I guess like the other, um, not to just uh, uh, like, you know, to tap Hubba here, but I, I love, so Hubba's business model again is like this win, win, win kind of a model where, you know, we introduce a brand and a buyer and only if there's a successful transaction, we mm-hmm. take a very small piece of that transaction. And the person who gets the most out of that transaction, the brand pays for that fee. So it's like a, you know, it's like a broker, it's like a real estate agent. And, or, or even simpler than that, it's a referral fee. It's just a commission to make that introduction essentially. Mm-hmm. And, but that nobody, like not one person that we've talked to in the past three months has been like, oh, that's crazy. They're like, oh, that's great. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, like, you know, they're not even blinking. Whereas when we when we were trying to do more of like a SaaS approach, where we were getting a monthly subscription, mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute. Like, why are you trying to, like, how much am I really going to get from this? And like, why are we, you know, um, right? Or, or again, like, imagine if Google only charged you when you clicked on a link, so you could search for free. <laughs> But when you click on a link, it's like, okay, you got value from that. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, now we're going to charge you a, a penny the same way we charge an advertiser 50 cents when they click on an ad or something like that. Um, like mm. there's, there's gotta be a model where you could make something like that really viable, you know? Um, or, or yeah. I was even trying, I was trying to do the math with, uh, with, uh, someone even like Joe Rogan, who does a, a bunch of sponsors at the beginning of his um, at the beginning of his show, and I think on Quora someone estimated based on the sponsors and stuff that he has, he probably makes like thirty five thousand an episode. Yeah, is sort of like the the going kind of concern, and or like he could make up to that much. And I was like, okay, so if he gets fourteen million downloads a day from people like me who listen to him. I don't listen to him every day, but let's say three times a week. Um, if he put up a Patreon, I would of course pay for, uh, for a, I would absolutely subscribe to his Patreon because he's mm-hmm. provided so much value to, to me and maybe think about interesting things. And I haven't bought shit from his sponsors ever. I've never bought one thing from his sponsors, but he would be getting whatever, seven, $5 a month or something for me. And I'm sure millions of other people yeah. or hundreds of thousands of other people every month, recurring, like recurring income. He doesn't have to find sponsors. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, does he feel like a douchebag pitching the sponsor? Like what, like why, like why wouldn't you do that? Like why would you feel like if you have that kind of an audience, why would you ever go sponsors? I don't know. We think um, like, and like even – I read somewhere that Kim Kardashian makes five hundred thousand per sponsored post. What? Five hundred thousand for a sponsored post. Oh my god, that's insane! I had no idea it was that much. That's crazy. Um, but obviously, she has the following and the clout that if she does a sponsored post, the product's probably going to see see that like an uptick that that that's going to maybe maybe not necessarily equate that but the brand equity of that product only goes up. 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, um, but do you like, but in the world of the web, do you think it's actually viable for people to go, um, to this kind of paid model? Because you think of even like, I don't know, like if Joe Rogan were to charge, I guess Sam Harris does this, um, where, but let's say he put a paywall up. I guess donations is one thing because you still get the free content, but maybe Sam Harris is not going to make nearly what Joe Rogan's making. Right, probably not. Yeah, he he won't. But I guess that just comes down to like a greed and satisfaction thing. I I don't know. Like if Joe Rogan was, and I'm sure Joe Rogan does make has a bunch of money. He he does great for himself, but. If you were to make, if you were to move to a donation model, he his like thirty five thousand per episode probably becomes like thirty five hundred an episode. Yeah, yeah, probably. You're right. Like so, that that's like a factor. That's like an order of magnitude difference. Um, and then if you put yourself in that in those shoes, and it's like, okay, so I'm going to make ten times more money for reading two minutes worth of sponsors that I already kind of like. Yeah. Um, like at least those guys in those podcasts are talking about things they like. Um, mm-hmm. and that kind of goes along with the Google idea where I'm going to show you relevant ads and like with a podcast, you can get pretty relevant because it's so much about the personality, uh, you know, talking. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and again, who knows what the actual numbers are, but mm-hmm. it just, it feels like. I in my mind I think I would rather be um if I had my choice I'd want to build a smaller business focused on a really clear transaction between customer yeah. and um very similar to what's happening with able cells like I yeah. I like the clean the cleanliness of the uh the retail transaction where, yeah, you know, it's, there's no, or, or again, actually to throw my, my praise at you guys again, like, so I just, I, I realized, um, it's, I've, again, I've been so, I've had such a hectic week. I haven't even really checked my, my personal email. Mm-hmm. So I had a ton of email and I'm, I'm powering through it. And I had to like fill out the rest of my order for the Kickstarter. Like I had to, um, like confirm oh, my, yeah, my yeah, gifts yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I only had like four more days to do it or something. So, um, and I'm like, no, but see, this is, this is what, uh, this is what businesses should be doing. Like you could, I'm sure you are doing this math and you don't have to get into the, the numbers, but I'm, I'm sure there exists a world where you, you don't charge anything for your apps and you run a Kickstarter every six months and people like me pay thirty, forty, fifty dollars, which is a sixty, seventy percent markup, or whatever it is for you guys, for like a toy or a pillow playset, or you know, you go invest in those costumes and you come to the Sky Dome, and I can bring my kids to come meet the Sego <laughs> Mini crew, and like, like stuff that kind of sounds silly, but that's actually really, like, I parents would be happy to do that. Like, that's that's actually a lot of fun to go to those things with your kids. So, um, the, the app becomes like a, or, okay, here's something that, sorry, I'm, I'm on a, this drives me fucking nuts. Disney charges. Okay. 
the ki- my kids love this puzzle app that Disney makes co- called okay. Disney Disney Puzzles or whatever. Okay. And every month they have a new puzzle that costs three ninety nine. And I'm yeah. like, you're fucking Disney. Like, you have taken so much of my money. I have come to Disney World. I I buy every <laughs> Disney movie. I have a hundred Pixar Disney movies on my iTunes. Like, I, you have sucked the life from me, and that's like a bridge too far now. I'm not going to pay three ninety nine for a another puzzle that's essentially a GIF or sorry a PNG that you have an algorithm that cuts up. Like I'm I'm not going to pay that. Um, and, and that to me is just like, someone is just being greedy. And if that kind of behavior continues, I think that you could end up in these situations where all of a sudden, you know, it's like, fuck you. Like I'm, I'm paying you. Like, why are you, I'm a loyal customer. Why are you ripping me off now? You know? But then I Um, guess, but, but, you know, to your original point, it's like, they're just giving you, it's three ninety nine a month. And if you want it, you buy it. If you don't, you don't have to buy it. No, agreed, agreed. They're not th- they're, they're not tricking you into it or anything. No, right? no, agreed. But 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 again, like what I okay. Here's sort of where I I I'm, I kind of like these this model of you you pay for the ecosystem, right? So like, imagine if Netflix decided to do like two tier pricing. Where you could watch anything mm-hmm. on Netflix for seven ninety nine, but then for eleven ninety nine, you got access to all of like Netflix's original content okay. as well. Okay, right? people would yeah. lose their minds, and rightly so, because I'm already paying to be in your ecosystem. So don't like, don't nickel and dime me, like just charge me the extra $3 up front. Like, you know, like the, yeah. this, like the, I think the, like the, just that simple pricing psychology. So I guess what, what I want from Disney is like, I want a season's pass for Disney. I want to pay Disney a thousand dollars a year or something. Okay. And for that, I get everything. I get, you know, every new movie that comes out, I get, um, uh, you know, money towards a Disney world trip or, but they get the benefit of like monthly recurring revenue, which they would love to have from uh, like a subscriber based, you know, like, yeah, does that make, does that make any sense? Yeah. But I, I don't think it would, it, it, it's harder, I think for Disney to do that. Right. Because then how, how would you price that? So let's just say you, the, the $1,000 a year includes access to the, to the theme park as access to all no, their no, movies. No, 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 they wouldn't have access to the theme park. Like, like, but, but maybe you get like some, I don't know, like a discount or something. I, I don't know. Again, I'm. You're right. This is crazily complicated, and I should probably just decide not to buy the three ninety nine puzzle app. Um, <laughs> but also the, the 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 argument I think Disney would make too is like, you know, this stuff costs money, so you know, you pay it or don't pay it. But the money we make, we do charge you for everything, but that also allows us to do bigger and bigger things for everybody. That's fair. That's that's a good way to look at it. But um, what am I trying to say? Like, okay, I, I for some reason, and to tell me if I'm being unreasonable, but mm-hmm. if I logged on to Sego World tomorrow mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and you had this new rooftop level of the apartment app where mm-hmm. all the characters were having a party or something like that. Yep. And they were like letting balloons off into the sky. And I really wanted to play this because it looks really fun. But I had to pay like 99 cents to get access to it. I'd be like, no, oh, f- fuck you. No, yeah. I'm not paying that. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I've already paid $25 for, or or for, what is it? $5 a month or I can't remember what I yeah, pay. Sure. Um, $10 a month, whatever it is. Like I'm, you know, but, but some apps are doing that. Like there, there are some apps that will put you on a subscription and then still try to charge you for these like extra things. Yeah. And so that, that's not, that's not cool. I'm not down with that. No, but, but I think um, that, but I think that's what I'm saying where my guess is that there will be a move to like, you guys, I think are ahead of the curve. There will be a move to these subscription. Everything is unlocked models mm-hmm. where now then the, then the problem becomes we all just have way too many subscriptions. Um, and, and, and that really is a problem. Like when I, when you look at your bill and you're like, I'm paying $300 a month for subscriptions that I don't even really use. Right. Like that, like that would become like the next problem. But that, that's um, generally how, how things are, right? Like you pay, you subscribe and you get everything. Like that's how like Spotify works and Netflix works. And, um, you know, like most of the big players, this is kind of what, what, what that model is. No, sorry, but but that's also because it they're just following the the TV model of like, um, or sorry, they're, they're following the. Well, actually, no, you're right. I think maybe Netflix really pushed that forward, didn't they? On the on the yeah. content side. Yeah, I think I I what I like about the subscription is because the transaction is a little it's very more straightforward. Because I think an alternate option is, you know, Sago World is like completely it's a freemium experience. But then, or like, you know, just like a whole bunch of other apps where you um, you get a portion of it free and we build a lot of incentives for you to just buy every other piece of Sago World or something. Right. Um, but then it goes back to like what you were talking about before about like when you are looking at uh, reading an article and this whole mistrust thing. And if... If I'm building a game that is incentivizing you to go and buy more things, it's it becomes a little bit. This is why I don't play freemium games anymore because I I don't I, I feel like the the motivations are different. I feel it's not like a an actual game designer behind it. It's like a psychologist who's trying to trick me into buying more things. Um, and you know I I think I I, I get it. And I I see I know why people do it. And I know it does financially make a lot more sense to do that but i just wanted to go in i want like a nice clean experience i want to just pay fifty dollars or twenty dollars or ten dollars or whatever it is for this game and let me just sit down and play it and i'm going to get a utility of like maybe five ten hours from it and it's going to be worth my while i i agree but and do you think that's a common feeling I don't know. Like, I guess like for, for me playing video games, that that's how it, that's how it is to me. And that's how I, I want it to be. And, um, because it, I just, like when I kind of do the math in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, when I play a video game, I play, um, like I bought God of War and that cost maybe after taxes like 80 bucks, but I'm still playing it. I'm probably like 20 right. hours deep now. And I'm like, wow, right. okay. I kind of got my money's worth and I'm still not finished it yet. And I got a lot of utility out of this. Um, Versus, like, if I play, 
I don't know, I haven't played Fortnite, but I imagine in in Fortnite everything is is free, um, but you pay for like um, uh, other things like like add-ons you can add to the game. But it's free and it's become this huge gaming phenomenon because everybody's playing Fortnite, um, and they're going with that that model of like let's get a whole bunch of eyeballs, a whole bunch of players into this, and then let's transact them on microtransactions. Um, and it's obviously working out really well, but there, a part of me is like, I don't know, like the incentives of that just are inherently skewed for you to encourage me to to buy something. And I just want your incentives to be, I want you to just have fun. Yeah. You know, like even, I, even if that yeah. was their intention, I just, it just, it causes a bit of mistrust there for me. Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree with you. And I think that if there's one thing that's really stood the test of time in human history, it's that. You know, you buy something and you get it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and I think that's even why subscription services, I'm not, I, I, I like from a convenience factor, but I do, mm-hmm. I do worry that like, you know, I don't own, I'm just, we're just renting is this whole idea of uh, renting or paying for access versus paying to own. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's a really interesting switch that kind of happened very quickly with music and then it'll happen with, with movies, with Netflix, and then it's going to happen with cars and it might happen with houses. With And all of a sudden, we really won't own very many things. It's all going to be mm-hmm. essentially rented or or leased or freemium kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like where I, where I, and again, this was a rumor that was on, I think it was on that information website I was talking about, but like there's this idea floating around that Apple is going to, you know, create this new uh, world-changing thing where just by owning an iPhone with no other fees or so, okay, sorry, you have to have like a, an Apple subscription. So like uh, you have to have like Apple Music or whatever their subscription thing is called. That's called the Apple subscription, right? Mm-hmm. You'll just be able to get a car. Like if you have an iPhone and you subscribe to Apple's monthly thing, movies, mm. iTunes, you'll just have a button that says car and then an automated car picks you up and takes you wherever you want to go. So just being a part of the Apple ecosystem now gives you access to a car. And then, of okay. course, Google will have to follow and uh, Facebook will have to fo- and uh, Amazon. And then all of a sudden, cars will just be free. And within like a five-year period, literally, they could just destroy the um, economics of the, the car industry. And it was this interesting almost like like imagine if they did this they have the cash to do this they could afford to do this if they wanted to um not not for like every city they'd have to obviously like rule mm. this out very but that got me thinking and it's like wow like i yeah i could see that happening where you mm. it, it just like raises an apple the, membership and you get everything yeah you just yeah. get everything you know yeah. and it's like um oh and by the way here are these like exclusive uh you know restaurants <laughs> And and it's all in service of selling you a phone. It's all and like an acquisition strategy for 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 you to get a phone, um, which is just crazy to me. But it it could kind of work. Like yeah. anyway, I, I I find that stuff. Um, but but to me that goes against. That's very against Apple's. Like they seem to be in the business of. Like you pay me for something and I give you something, and um, 
and I don't sell anything and I don't, but I mean, I guess the car is no different than like renting a song because yeah. you don't really own the song. Yeah. Um, I, I find it harder with the, I guess, I don't know. I, I was going to say, I find it harder with the, the, to see with cars and houses and stuff, but it happens all the time with cars, like car to go or, um, I don't know, whatever, you know, those, those car rental kind of services, like for yeah. rented for like a, like an hour or two hours or do it with scooters or bikes or Lime and, um, bird and all those things. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's true. And, but it's for the, but I guess the trade for all those is just the convenience, right? Like you're going to pay, um, a slight premium right now, but it's the convenience of having it right now at your disposal and you don't have to pay for maintaining the car or cleaning it or doing all these other things. Right. Right. Yeah. And again, it comes back to like music. It's like, you don't have to download the song. You don't have to store it. You don't have to burn it onto a CD. You just, it's just there for you whenever you need it. So you're paying mm-hmm. for, you're paying for access versus paying for ownership. Um, yep. And I think that's one of the bigger trends we're seeing. And again, it's no different than Sega world. Like, I think my only complaint with Sego World, I think this is true, you can correct me, is mm-hmm. so what if I'm like in an underground parking garage? Can I play mm-hmm. Sego World? Yeah, you can. You have to, once you play it, it, it'll download onto your device and you can play it all, all, like whenever. It just okay, downloads so onto your device. So you don't have DRM that, that calls home when I first load the app? Uh, no, once you play it, we just, we, we just pull it from the cloud and it's on your device. Because like um, I remember Super Mario... What was that one? The the iPhone one? Um, uh, was it Go? The the yeah. the Mar- sorry, Mario Run. Mario Run. Yeah, yeah. I love that game. Yeah. That was one of my favorite yeah. iPhone games. Yeah. Um, but if you didn't have the internet connection and you loaded the game, it wouldn't load because it 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 would like call home right. to make sure that you um like it it relied on like a handshake basically with right. the server. Um. No, for for World, we'll we actually pre-download a bunch of the games for you ahead of time. So that's why it's one one and a half gigs, probably, which is right. what you're talking before. Right? Yeah. No. And we, what we, I, yeah. and I'm I'm such a paranoid guy now. I just go on and just download everything because uh, I I never know what they're gonna want to play, and I don't want to not have it. So I just download the whole like I just yeah. have everything on my phone. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But um, no, it, it's super interesting, and like I I think that. You know, bringing it back to this podcast, if if we could get away with never having a sponsor, I think mm-hmm. that would that'd be really cool. Um, but you're you're right with the whole Joe Rogan thing. Like he he wouldn't be he wouldn't be making even with 14 million subscribers, he's not making 65 thousand or whatever an episode. Um, yeah, but like so, if Joe Rogan was making five thousand an episode, he'd still make a quite a good living because I don't he has hundreds of episodes. Um, but it changes the incentives, though. If he's making five thousand an episode and he goes through the work of finding all these guests and renting out a studio and um, you know recording, editing, paying for a staff to do that, etc., like then he's like, yeah, if I do the math of five thousand, it's going to cost me to fly a guy in to pay for an editor to add sound to do this and that. Then he's like, yeah, I'm not actually making that much money. I might that five thousand might be twenty five hundred now. So, yeah, and maybe it only matters when it is things like media and um, things where the, the the risk of bias is just way too high. So, mm-hmm. you know, if more people did support 
you know, ad-free media, then maybe we wouldn't have all the shitty problems that we have, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, but, but then, uh, you know, and I, I think there's been attempts at this, but the other option is like, you know, would you opt in to, you know, like watch commercials? Like, would you pay, or sorry, would you opt into a service where there'd be a certain time of your day where you would allow yourself to be marketed to. Um, and I've always played with this idea because I think I would because I'm optimistic when it comes to marketing because I'm in marketing and I and I think there's a lot of really good people who are really, they've got great products who are trying to solve hard problems who just need a chance. And sometimes that chance comes in the form of a pitch or an ad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to be able to create a profile and say, I'm Ken Fenwick, I'm you know director of growth at Hubba, and here are my problems. I have problem with multi-channel attribution, and I'm using these tools, and I'm willing to pay this amount of money to solve that problem. Mm. Now, market to me, like pitch me, tell me why your service, you know, it is the right solution for this, mm. um, and. No, Again, like, yeah, like I think I think there, and I'm sure that exists. I'm sure if I went on Google right now, there's probably a, an, an app or a website that lets me do that. Um, and but but it's it's a completely fair point, right? Because without ads, what 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 would happen? Like, so you don't have all these ads, you don't have a lot of these upstarts, you don't have the next Burger King that's trying to get into your eye, get get on your eyeballs here. Um, so then you know it's going to make it. So the, the incumbents are just kind of dominate? Yeah, yeah. I think you end up getting this weird, almost like quasi-totalitarian state where you you just get the, yeah, they're the, the handful of people who have that brand recognition almost just become this dominant force in your mind that you can't... Um, or, but but if, if you rewind and assume that everyone was on a, loving, a level playing field, so the McDonald's of the world didn't have like 50 years of advertising behind them already. And, you know, if there is no ads, I guess you just have a bunch of like just local businesses. Yeah, exactly. Word of mouth. And yeah, um, yeah that, that's funny. I mean, it's almost like, could you really have like globalization and franchising without ads? You know, like, well, you could through word of mouth, but it would just take you so much longer. Mm hmm. Like imagine how long it would take. I, I can't remember where McDonald's was invented. Was it somewhere in like the Midwest, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, like not New York. So no, no, no. Yeah. Like imagine how long it would, and I'm sure it did. I, I there's a movie. Oh, you should probably watch it. But yeah, um, I saw it. Um, what's it yeah. called? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. founder or something. Or? The founder. The founder. Yeah, yeah. Um, Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah. like. Yeah, just how long it would take for the word of mouth to um, to move across a country, let alone the world, right? And but it's funny because but people do it. Like if you think about just like I don't know, like In and Out Burger or something. I don't know. I I don't remember ever seeing. I'm not. I don't. We obviously don't live in the states, but I don't remember seeing like a In and Out commercial. No. Yeah, that's all word of mouth. Yeah, and they just kind of organically grown and gotten bigger and bigger. Um, but yeah, so I, it's it's possible still. 
I, I I wonder, do they do they do commercials? I don't. I don't. I, I certainly. I've never seen a commercial. Yeah. Um, um, but 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 again, so, even for us, like yeah. I think it it kind of goes along with one of the points we've had about this podcast. Like, there's mm-hmm. honestly been times where I've been sitting oh, they, there and they, I'm like, Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, what? No, they, I'm looking it up. They do have. They've had some commercials. Uh, but a lot of them are pretty old. But yeah. Um, but like, uh, uh, sometimes I've been, you know, being like, oh man, like we, and you know, we're bad. Like we don't really like post a lot to Twitter. Like we don't really pump up these episodes the way we probably should. Yeah. Um, but like we, we could easily just throw 50 bucks a month and, and probably pick up more like we'd probably have a few more thousand listeners right if we even spend Mm -hmm. as little as fifty dollars a month um but i think the fun thing about this this experiment pencil problems is the one thing in my life that i've never really i've never pushed like Mm -hmm. i've it's it's and it feels kind of cool like i'm just looking at our stats right now and again they're not big but knowing that those are all organic just for some reason feels kind of cooler than if they were hyperinflated and, and 10 times as big. I don't know. Yeah. And we, and we had this discussion before we're talking about like getting that cash for money or, you know, getting like uh, talking to different people, getting funding for this, but yeah, I don't know. It, it does change the integrity of, of the, the, the pod. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's when I sounded off back in my days when I didn't like Bill Simmons, and I was like, I just hate hello, his sponsor. Hello, hello. Sorry, you're cutting out. Oh, am I are you there now? Oh God, is this my internet? Hey, you there? Yellow, low, low. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> am I there? Yeah. Give me a second. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. You know what? That actually might have been my bad. Hello, hello. I had either. Yeah. I had eighty-seven tabs and I opened Chrome. Yeah. And I think I my fan kicked on, so I might have just tried to make like <laughs> eighty-seven HTTP um, requests, and uh, it just fucking tanked my internet. So I DDoSed myself uh, with, my, with, with my Chrome tabs. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, what, what were you saying? I, I couldn't hear you for the last like uh, ten seconds. No, just that, um, you know, uh, I, I used to hate Bill Simmons' podcast, uh, his sponsor reads, um, but I, they, they've grown on me now. Yeah, I, I'm actually, uh, I'm on a bit of an anti-Bill Bill Simmons uh, uh, like period oh, because right he, now. Because he trash-talked Toronto? Uh, he's like, he, yeah, kind of. Like, you heard about the DeMar DeRozan trade? yeah. Um, so how, how do, how do you feel about it? Um, I I'm not like, I'm, I don't really know what it means. Like I, I yeah. know I'm, I follow it enough to know, um, that it sounds like it's not, it's not the best and, but we were going to lose them. Like in my mind, I just knew we were going to lose them anyway. So, um, I, you, you tell me. You're you're my you're my senior on on basketball. So so the the city of Toronto. I think they're split because I think um, Demar is like probably the greatest Raptor 
in like inst- statistically, he's probably the, the the best Raptor who's ever played, and he's been super loyal to the Raptors when a lot of other stars have left. On the flip side, Kawhi Leonard is arguably a top three player in the whole league, and he is one of those guys who are going to elevate your team to right. another level. Like you have Demar, we've had him for so long, we've had the, these runs, and we just know just, where the ceiling just hasn't, is. It just hasn't happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we know where the ceiling is. And um, so I, I'm actually for the trade. I feel a little sad about DeMar, but generally, like, I am I think it's a business and you're here to win championships. So there's no no need to get emotional about it. You know? And, and I mean, like, if you, if you had to place yourself into his head, though, like, he's got to be feeling kind of the same thing there, too, right? I mean, he knows he's hit a ceiling. He knows that unless the team dynamics in Toronto really change, he's not going to maybe have the support he needs. So Mm -hmm. it's no different than LeBron going to LA. Like, you know, he put up, what, 56 points in that last Mm -hmm. game? And it still wasn't enough? But the the difference is LeBron, he he went by choice, right? And then so it's different being traded. And I I, I completely get that. Oh, so so DeMar, like he... he, Okay, so I, I thought he like asked for this. No, 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 no. Like, uh, but like, no, no. Masai Ujiri, he he just traded him. But the thing is, with anyways, I I, I believe in Masai. So, so wait, sorry. A, so so Demar yeah. was not a free agent. No, no, no. He was signed on for another two years. Like all the Raptors right now, like everyone, the core is signed on for another two years. It was a two-year window to compete. Oh. At which point, the plan was if we don't get anywhere in two years, we're going to rebuild the team. Like that's essentially like. What, what 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 the plan was but it so, makes sense then from the GM standpoint just, though where it's like you know you may as well trade him now when he still has some life on his contract because if you if you start pushing him too close to free agency you're going to get nothing for him and and the fact is you're you're getting a superstar back for an all-star yeah like yeah. and it's really hard to get a superstar you're never gonna in a free agency year we're not going to get Kawhi Leonard it's just not going to happen so we basically we got Kawhi Leonard and it just fast-tracked it. So instead of a two-year window, it might be a one-year window. People don't like the the thing because Kawhi, he is likely going to go to L.A. next year <laughs> after the season. Like, he made it clear that he doesn't want to – he wants to go to L.A. Um, so, anyways, that's on Masai to kind of convince him to stay. But my whole thing with Bill Simmons is that he's kind of like a anti-Toronto kind of person. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that impression a lot. And so when DeRozan – like, he used to – not shit talk the Raptors but he kind of shit talk the Raptors and DeMar, DeMar was always like oh you know he's like a whatever player but suddenly after this trade he's like oh man San Antonio won this deal because DeMar is a top 12 player he can do this and that and I'm like I, I no man like you know you were never a Toronto a, a DeMar supporter before but now suddenly he's on San Antonio and you're like a DeMar supporter um <laughs> anyways whatever man neither here nor there dude <laughs> uh, maybe I'll, 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 I'll edit that up no, no, I'd say keep. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I think, um, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think we did a good. Uh, I, I don't know if I have much more to say on this. No. Uh, I, I think, I think that was a good. I think that was a good pod. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, let's let's see where it goes. I I think uh, for us, maybe what we should do is uh, I'll edit this. Uh, well, I'm gonna do. The, yeah, I'm gonna do tilt, tilt tonight so that that'll be up tomorrow. Yep. Uh, tomorrow morning. Um, and 
Realistically, you're going to actually be able to do it. It's 12 o'clock, man. That that episode's like at least an hour and a half. Did you listen to it once already? No, I've listened to some of it. Oh, fuck yeah. I didn't realize that it was already... I thought it was 11 o'clock. No, but if I keep doing this, I'm just never going to do it. So... um... You know what you should do, man? Just just do do like half an hour at a time. Yeah, that, you know that's what? true. Just listen listen no. to the whole thing. Yeah, like I think mark, if, if, mark, yeah, mark a couple things and then exactly. edit later. Yeah, exactly. So I'll start listening to it tonight. I'll listen to it on the train tomorrow. And you know what? It might not even be that bad. I might only have to do two or three cuts. It's not going to be like that one I did before where there was like seven cuts. Like that that was just a nightmare. That was that was a bad one. Um, yeah. So uh, – um. Well, man, it's good to hear your yeah, voice. Maybe, it's, uh, it's been too long. Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe in the episode, cut the end where I'm talking about a spin master or something. Yeah, cut, cut that shit. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, no, no. We're not going to talk yeah. about it. Honestly, most of my – there's only one part I'm worried about for me, and the problem mm-hmm. is it's somewhere near the, in the back third of the mm-hmm. – like it's not in the middle. It's somewhere in like the last 20 minutes where – yeah. I think I, I, I just I said somebody's name that I didn't I, if I did say I don't want to say and okay. um and I'll literally go back to there and like keep the exact same sentence in and just bleep out the name. <laughs> um okay. and what was I gonna say to you? Oh, I think another topic for next week even maybe is mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot about the social podcasting thing mm-hmm. and I've been doing a lot of testing with groups of friends and I've got some really interesting feedback. So it'd be fun to kind of do like a, like that, like the V2 conversation about that, where we sort of go through like, okay, here's like, here's some new data that I've got. Like, let's kind of do the same thing we did, but, but with more fidelity now. Okay. Okay. Um... And, And it could even be like a segment. It could even be like, Hey, so here's an interesting thing I learned about from doing, you know, 10 different of these like voice conversations with different groups of friends. Um, and, uh, mm. cause it kind of, it validates and invalidates like one of them validates our hypothesis and one invalidates the hypothesis. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I also want to do one around, um, uh, random, like people who don't build stuff asking us to like, Hey, let's make this website or this app. And them not understanding what goes into that and talking about what goes into this. Um, oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, because my sister-in-law is like, oh, she took this machine learning course. And she's like, oh, cool. Like, let's build this machine learning uh, uh, job <laughs> job thing. I'm like, okay, uh, that sounds cool. And then uh, who's going like, to build it? <laughs> yeah, well, who's going to build it? I'm like, you also know, like, this is everything that goes around with it. Like, what you're talking about is a small feature. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, I, I think it really could be something bigger. Let, let, let's build it. Let's build something bigger. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, anyways. But, you know, you've had this conversation. I've had this conversation. A, a lot of builders have had this conversation. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that, no. that, 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 could be, that could be funny. I like that a lot. That's a really good yeah. topic. Yeah. Um, oh, and then okay. I think, it'd be, I think yeah. it'd be interesting to do um, kind of like a mid-year almost like another crypto episode. So where we sort of do like a, okay, so the bubble is basically popped and now we can sort of talk about, um, it's it's running, it's running again, no? Well, yeah, but like, like there's just been a lot of, there's been a lot that's happened since that episode. And it'd be kind of interesting to just do it like a, kind of like a state of the union of where 
we think the like it's at if i still think it's going to hit a hundred thousand um you know where did all these tokens go which ones are actually still kicking around which ones are showing momentum all that jazz um yeah cool man let's do it uh yeah and then yeah there's a lot, a lot of good good stuff i'm gonna i'm just writing these down right now i think we have a lot of um so as long as i can get uh well i know i've got open phone and then i will I love the idea of getting Danielle to do the the interview at the restaurant. So I'm sure I can swing that. Yeah. Um, uh, probably not next week, but probably the week after. Uh, so kind of going into the beginning of August. But yeah. then as long as we record again kind of every week now, we should have a lot of good uh, back catalog content too. Um, yeah. And you know what's actually kind of cool with us taking a break and uh... – it's just I don't know, like it's it's kind of nice. Like we took a break, but now we have a whole bunch of new potential topics and content to talk about. Because I do think before that we were reaching for stuff like, oh, what do you want to talk about? I'm not sure. How about how about this? Or let's. <laughs> there is a bit of a renewed energy in a way, so maybe it's good to take a break. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, again, I think the coolest part about taking the break has been the five or six people asking me, "Where's the episode?" Yeah. Um, okay, send, send me this guy. Uh, I'm going to edit this. I'm going to try to have it edited by the weekend. I'm going to try to have this and the Alice episode done by next week. Okay, cool. Well, I guarantee you that this week will... So, you're right. It is 12 o'clock. So, yeah. today's Thursday. So, before Saturday, the Tilt episode will be live without any... Um, uh, what do you, what's your company called? Spinmaster. Uh, Spinmaster. <laughs> yeah. Or, dude, like, what we could do is just, you know, post it by by Monday. Let's have this for the for next week for the tilt one for next week. We use this episode for the week after, and by then we'll have like essentially the open phone one going. I'll have like. Uh, oh, that's true. I mean, I guess there's no there's no harm in waiting another. Like, it's already Thursday, so we could just do Monday. Or yeah, we could do or Sunday, mon- like Sunday or Monday, yeah. and yeah. then um, and then following up the next week with this one, then open phone, then hopefully meet, then Alice. Like we we got a lot in there. Plus, yeah, and, okay. and, and plus we'll we'll still meet next week. We'll still record next week, and we'll just yeah. kind of yeah. Let's do that. All right, man. Cool. All right, dude. Uh, have a great have night. night yeah. Okay, talk to you soon. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. I got a million ways to get it. Choose uh-huh. one. Choose one. Hey, bring it back. Bring uh-huh. it back. Now double your money and make it stack. I'm on to the next one. On to the next one.